0: to the Last Gen Podcast, brought to you by Miracle Word Ministries. These episodes are specifically created with students in mind. More than ever before, we must know why we believe what we believe, build strong faith, and stay on fire for God. We know that Jesus is coming soon, and we're going to live like this is the last generation. Are you ready? Let's go. Thank you, intro lady. Look at you. Always so cheerful, always so... Positive. Let's go. Yes, let's go. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, my name's Alex Iaquinto. You guys know me. Welcome to the Last Gen Podcast. Now we're gonna jump right into it. I know, I know you're probably used to me talking for about nine minutes before we get into the topic, but I don't want to do that partly because it's nighttime for me. Um, and I'm I'm looking to uh to uh hit some hit some sleep. Not that I'm tired, I'm like actually pretty wired. I just had downed a whole coffee from Panera. Now, side note: Panera coffee sucks. Okay, so does Starbucks, so does Dunkin'. I should make like a no-go list for coffee. How many would enjoy a a guide to good coffee? Many of you don't know this, but coffee is something that I I'm very interested in. Not just like you know, like I like coffee, like white girls say, where it's like, no, you like a pumpkin spice latte, which is not coffee at all. But I'm not saying that. I'm saying I actually like the method. The methods. Listen, this is getting out of hand. This is getting kind of ridiculous. I told you I'd jump into it. The reason you clicked on this podcast was the title. We're top. We're tackling a question today. That. May have alarmed some of you guys. Many of you who may have grown up in church ha- saw that title and thought, "Uh, what do you mean?" Because today we're talking, tack, 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 tackling, t- tackling the topic: Was Jesus a real person, or did Jesus even exist? Now, for many of you who grew up in church, you're thinking, "Well, what do you mean? Did Jesus exist? Of course, he existed. We read about him in the Bible. He's a, he's a." he's Jesus. He existed, right? But for those of you who didn't grow up in church, maybe you, you were an atheist before you got saved, this might be a question, this might be something that you even believed at one point. I've been in the room talking to my friends who are atheists or whatever, and the question comes up, you know, I don't know, man, like, you you talk all about this Jesus guy, but like, you can't even prove to me that he existed. There's not one You can't scientifically prove that Jesus ever even walked this earth. I think he was a myth. And they say something like, well, of course, uh, Christians believe in Jesus. They they fabricated him. Of course, they made him out to be God. They made him out to be this miracle worker. Prove to me scientifically that Jesus existed. Now, I'm going to tell you very quickly why that that whole question right there is a ridiculous question. Prove to me scientifically that Jesus existed. That is a, a retarded question. And I don't mean that, well, actually, I mean that in a derogatory sense, but, you know, not, not in an offensive way. But it's just stupid. It's It doesn't make any sense. Many of you guys um, remember the, the podcast episode that we did called Undeniable Proof for the Bible. And in that, it was Undeniable Proof of the Bible, An Atheist's Worst Nightmare. In that episode, I actually played for you one of my favorite sermons on textual criticism on the, the topic or the study of, is the Bible accurate or can we trust it? And Dr. Vodi Bauckham, in that, um, kind of expounded on, on the idea, when people ask for scientific evidence, prove to me scientifically that Jesus exists. Prove to me scientifically that Jesus rose from the dead. Well, here's why that's a ridiculous question. I would then turn the question on them and say this. Prove to me scientifically that George Washington existed. And here's the funny thing about it. No one in the world, no one ever can ever prove that George Washington existed by science. No one can scientifically prove that. It's unprovable. By science. You know why? Because science, as Vodi Bakum says, science is something that can be repeated. Science is something that we can repeat over and over. That's why you've learned in school the scientific method. We can repeat over and over and get the same results. If you drop a metal ball in the air and drop it to the floor, you can prove that gravity exists. That's a scientific, it's repeatable anywhere on earth. I drop a metal ball, it falls to the ground. Why? Because gravity. You cannot use science to prove a historical event. What do you use? You use a different method. You use documents. You use historical um, evidences. But you don't use science. So anyone who says, prove to me scientifically that Jesus existed, that's a dumb question. You can't prove to me scientifically that you exist. You can't prove to me scientifically that George Washington or Julius Caesar ever existed. You can't. It's not repeatable. So I want to play for you a clip um, from the Joe Rogan podcast. Now, I'm not endorsing that you guys go listen to Joe Rogan's podcast um, because obviously he's not a Christian. He's actually... I guess he would classify himself as an agnostic. But he's the most listened to man in the United States. In the world, maybe? I don't know. I wish I had a co-pilot like he does, where I could just be like, Jamie, pull that up. Who's, who's the most? One day we'll have it. I feel like that would be fun. I, f- I feel like we should do that. All in favor? We'll hire someone. We'll hire someone to, to be the co-chair on this podcast. But in the meantime, Joe Rogan... Has, is the most listened to man in the nation. He is the most listens on, on his podcast of anyone, of anyone. Um, and he talks for like three hours with people, just having deep conversations. He, he really has a gift for conversation. It's really crazy. But in this particular podcast, he's talking to Dr. Richard Dawkins. And Dr. Richard Dawkins is probably the most famous atheist of our day. He is a very staunch atheist, very staunch, like very hostile to Christians. I mean, not not a lick of, of Christianity in his body is what I'm saying. And so I want to play for you a clip of their conversation. They're discussing, it's pretty short, but they're discussing the question, did Jesus exist? Joe Rogan asked him that question because he has very pr- pronounced views on that. So we'll play it real quick. Let me uh, move to it. All right. And then I'll come back to you at the end. But I think when they get together and they talk about all the values that Jesus proposed, if Jesus is the higher power, it, it gives them this sort of, again, moral scaffolding to yes. live their life. Yes. Well, Jesus would probably on the whole provide a fairly good moral scaffolding. Not totally, but but uh, right. he was ahead of his time anyway. Do you, so you do think he was a real person? Most of the scholars I've talked to say he probably was. The evidence is not great, of course, but I think, um, I don't think it's that big a deal actually, because he, I mean, a wandering preacher called Yeshua or Yehoshua would not be surprising. I mean, it's a common name, and uh, there are plenty of wandering preachers. What would be very surprising would be if he raised. Uh, rather from the dead and walked right. on water and turned water into wine. And that, of course, didn't, did not happen. All right. So you heard it. That was um, Joe Rogan talking to Richard Dawkins, both, I mean, Joe Rogan, an agnostic, uh, Richard Dawkins, a staunch atheist. Joe Rogan asked him this question, do you believe that Jesus was a real person? And the, the response that Richard Dawkins gives is interesting, and when... I saw this. Obviously, this is an old podcast, 2019. But when I saw this again um, for the first time in a while, it made me wonder. Not wonder, but it made me start to think about it. He he says this. He says, well, maybe. He says, maybe he was a real person. But the evidence isn't good. Now, of course. You know, you could think, okay, he's an atheist. Of course he doesn't think Jesus existed. But I want you to understand the weight of the claim that he just made. And I'm going to show you by the end of this podcast, the claim that Richard Dawkins just made was on kin with saying, so do you believe that that George Washington actually existed? Well, maybe he existed. I, I think he might, he could have. But the evidence isn't good. You know, the evidence isn't strong. Maybe he existed. Maybe he didn't. That's on. Un- that's that's a, the same exact thing that Richard Dawkins is saying. Okay. The question is: Did Jesus actually exist? Is there a way to prove it? Now, of course, you can go into the Bible. You can go into the New Testament text, and you can find four corroborating stories, without any variations, without any um, contradictions, that prove. That Jesus walked this earth, did what he said he was going to do, recorded his entire life. And, you know, I think it's funny, when atheists approach the Bible, they always say, well, you can't use the Bible as proof that Jesus existed. Now, I want us to take a step back. Like, you're a Christian, okay? You believe that the Bible is the inerrant, inspired word of God, right? As do I. But when we're talking about the historical evidence of Jesus, I want you to take yourself out of that perspective. Not, I'm not saying don't believe in the iner- inerrancy of Scripture. I'm saying take yourself out of your own shoes. Take yourself out of your worldview. And then take a look with fresh eyes at what the Gospels are. The Gospels are not, with the exception of you know the book of John, but the three synoptic gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they're not letters. Well, I mean, Luke is, but they're not. Uh, their purpose is not to um, produce a theological work. And what do I mean by that? They're not writing to um, muster up some doctrine, right? They're not writing to create a doctrine. Their goal... Matthew's goal, Mark's goal, Luke's goal, their goal was to accurately recount the story of Jesus. If you look at the beginning of the book of Luke, he, he even comes right out and says it. It's a letter to this man named Theophilus. And he's saying, these all of these things that I'm writing are to prove to you, prove to you without any shadow of a doubt, that Jesus is who he said he is, that he lived, he walked this earth, he Was crucified, he was buried, he rose from the dead, and gave proofs of it. So the goal of these the I don't want you to look at these as religious texts. I want you to look at these as historical documents. Historical documents. And a lot of the times people come to the Bible and they say, Well, you know, we can't trust the Bible because they had they had their own slant. Well, of course they had their own slant. They believed in Jesus. But I mean Apply that to something else. If you found four documents, four documents that all had the same exact story with no contradictions, that all recorded the lifetime of Julius Caesar. They recorded that he was born, that he ruled, the things that he did, the things that he accomplished, how he died, and those documents had all of it in there. Would you look at those documents and then and then say, well, psh, I mean, I know it says that, but can we really trust that? Can we really trust that? No. People take documents of Julius Caesar, which there are far less. There are far less documents that Julius Caesar ever existed than than those that proclaim Jesus existed. Nobody nobody debates that. They take it as at face value. Now, shift back over to scripture. There are four documents that are internally consistent, externally consistent. There's no errors. There's no uh, contradictions. And they all tell the same story, written very close to the lifetime of the subject, which is Jesus. Now, that is pretty strong evidence, but I know what you're thinking. Yeah, my atheist friends won't buy that. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I understand. If I were an atheist, I probably would stray away from scripture too. I wouldn't want to talk about it. Now, what I want—I I, what I want to talk to you today about—is not about scripture, which is kind of a funny thing to say on a Christian podcast. But I don't want to um, prove to you that Jesus existed by scripture. Why? Because we can do it without it. In fact, you can burn and forget all of scripture, and still have a solid, solid. Foundation and knowledge that Jesus existed. He was born where the Bible says he was born. He lived. He had the, a brother named James. He died the way the Bible says he died, and even that he rose the way the Bible said he rose again. Now, I I don't want to tackle the proof of the uh, the resurrection today because we could be here forever. I just want to tackle proof of the lifetime, the historicity of the lifetime of Jesus. Was Jesus just a myth? Was he something that Paul came up with? Was he something that Peter came up with? That just first century Christians, oh, there was a legend about Jesus, and then it grew and grew, and then sometime it was added that he was a miracle worker, and then this legend was passed down from person to person, and then by the end of it, we have this figure named Jesus who people claim to be God. Was Jesus a legend? I want to point point you guys to a couple of historical documents that are outside of the bible many of which actually all of which that i'm showing you today are from not like are from um enemies of christianity people that did not want this stuff to be true had to point at it and say this actually happened Jewish people who thought Jesus was a blasphemer recorded that he actually lived. Now, I'm going to give you just a couple. You don't have to remember these, but my goal for this is to get you guys, because there's a lot of times, you know, if an atheist says that to you and you don't have an answer for them, you know, it starts like a seed of doubt in your mind, and that's how the devil works. It's a seed of doubt, and then it starts growing and growing, and you wonder, well, actually, can I even believe that Jesus existed? Let alone that he was the son of God. But did he actually exist? So I want you to be solid on it yourself, so then you can actually, you know, walk through life without doubt that Jesus <laughs> even existed. Um, but also you can you can use this not as like a gotcha to your atheist friends, but you know, a lot of times Christians are are made out to be the idiots. Like they don't know anything. No, you you actually are on the the winning side of history. It's actually becoming harder and harder to become an atheist nowadays, with all that that we're all finding and all that we're discovering about the universe and about Scripture. So trust me, you are on the winning side of history. Just, Just be sure of that. Now, here are three people, four people. I think I'm going to highlight four people today that directly Five sources. All right, five sources. Five sources that directly mention Jesus, okay? Directly mention Jesus. um, And there's no reason to doubt these sources. Why? Because all of these sources are not Christians. Why would someone who is an enemy lie about you in a good way? Like, I'll give you an example. If... In the 2016 election, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton ran against each other. Big political enemies; they were by no means friendly to each other. And the only reason I, I, I bring them up is because many of you remember it, and it was unlike any other political race in our lifetime. Right? In 2008 and 2012, at least Barack Obama and you know and McCain and and um, Romney were were civil to each other, but that wasn't the case in 2016 or 2020. Now, in 2016, let's just say Donald Trump made a claim about Hillary Clinton and said, Hillary Clinton um, is a brave woman. So you you look at it and say, okay, I actually, now I, I believe that. Well, why do I believe that? Because it's not a supporter of Hillary Clinton that is just trying to boost her up You would say, if even an enemy of her is saying something about her, it must be true because they have nothing to gain and everything to lose from espousing that fact or espousing that opinion. So when we look at these Jewish people and these Greek people that were enemies of Jesus, enemies of Christians, many of them persecuted, killed Christians, when they make a claim about Christ, historians even call this... um, you know they they put special weight on these type of um documents because they are enemies because they are enemies that they're specially um believed right so the first one this man named celsus these are people that are not writing to to prove that jesus existed or didn't but they're just mentioning him as a part of history jesus was hired to go to egypt while he was there he Acquired magical powers. Now, this was a Jewish man um, talking about the lifetime of Jesus, and you know he's recording the fact that when Jesus was um, a baby, him and his parents went to Egypt. Now, something interesting about this is that you'll find, you know, how Richard Dawkins says, like, you know, like maybe he existed, but he didn't, you know, he didn't do miracles. That definitely didn't happen. Well, that wasn't the uh, that wasn't the consensus among even Jesus' enemies. It's funny. When you look through history, not one of Jesus' even enemies claimed that he did not do miracles. You know what they claimed? The only question wasn't, did Jesus do miracles or did not did he not do miracles? The only question was, where did he get his power? Many of you know a passage in the New Testament where um, Jesus is performing Mighty miracles, and the scribes and the Pharisees come up to him and say, "He's getting his power from Beelzebub, which means the devil." They're not denying that Jesus is is raising the dead, healing the sick, cleansing the leper. They're just saying you're doing it by the devil. That's what this man is saying right here, Celsus. He's saying Jesus was hired out of e- hired to go to Egypt. While there, he acquired magical powers, and though with those magical powers, he thought that's how he did the miracles. So right there, this man, who is an enemy of Jesus, admitted Jesus was a real man. There's no, there's no mystery about it. He was a real man, historical figure. Next one, Mara Bar Serapion, whatever. Serap, I, I'm not too sure about that. But a historian, he said, what advantage came to the Jews by the murder of their wise king? So this is a, a, a Greco-Roman um, historian speaking from the outside in. And what's interesting about this, this um, quote is he's actually claiming Jesus, or he's at least referring to Jesus as a wise king. Now that at least tells you that many thought Jesus to be a wise king. So there you have it right there. He's making claims that not only did Jesus exist, but people thought him to be a wise king. So so far, just from two sources, we have Jesus existed. We have Jesus did miracles. We have people proclaimed him to be the king of the Jews, all right? The next source, I think, is the most um, solid, the most solid. This is a Roman senator named Tacitus, a Roman senator named Tacitus, Um. And this is the quote. Now, a little bit of backstory on on Tacitus. What what he's talking about right now is the fires in Rome. If you studied if you studied history, many of you know about the fires in Rome. Rome caught on fire. Many believe that Nero, the emperor at the time, a terrible man, by the way. Nero was an awful man, awful man, like probably one of the worst figures in history. Period. On you know on par with Hitler terrible man he would he would burn Christians like in his garden for his parties as the emperor of Rome he would set up stakes uh, put Christians on these stakes and burn them alive as human torches just to light the party an awful man full of the devil but this is um a Roman senator and historian named Tacitus and this is the quote from Tacitus many believe that actually that that fire in Rome was started by Nero himself. He actually burned down Rome himself. That's what the claim is. And that after he did that he blamed it on Christians. So this is the quote from Tacitus. He's not a Christian. In fact, this man um thought that Christianity was a plague and a disease. Called it a fairy tale that that, you know, they call call called him all these things. But this is what he said. Nero fastened the guilt and inflicted the most uh, exquisite tortures on a class hated for their abominations. Wow, it's late. For their abominations called Christians by the populace. This is what he says that, listen to this. Christus, or Christ, from whom the name has its origins, suffered the extreme penalty during the reign of Tiberius at the hands of one, our our procurators, good Lord, Pontius Pilate, Christus, or Christ, he's talking about Jesus, from whom the name has its origins, talking about Christians, suffered extreme penalty. What is he saying? He was crucified during the reign of Tiberius at the hands of Pontius Pilate. That is exactly how the Bible records. So right here, we have an enemy of Christians who who persecuted Christians, who thought Christians were a disease, a plague just in recounting history acknowledge Jesus was a real person Jesus not only was a real person Jesus was crucified under Pontius Pilate so i want you to see this claim that like richard dawkins and many of your um stupid atheistic friends are saying is not only um ignorant it is very 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 un- it's 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 just out there. It's like on kin with being a conspiracy theorist. It's a very dumb thing to say that Jesus never existed. Why? There's so much evidence outside of the Bible that Jesus existed. Last one, or not the last one, one of the last ones, second to last one. Many of you may have heard of a man named Josephus. He was a, a Greek or a, a Jewish historian, right? So he didn't, he wasn't a Christian. Again, he was not a Christian. He was a Jewish man who thought that Jesus would have been a blasphemer, okay? So if anyone, right now, if anyone were to say that Jesus was just a myth, it would have been the Jews. It also would have been the Greeks and the Romans. They would have said this, this, all of this thing was just a myth. If it were a myth, they would have been the first to mention it, but instead, they mention it alongside just like its normal history. Yep, Jesus, that was the guy who, um, you know, he had a big following, he did miracles, um, many think that it was by the devil, and, uh, you know, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, um, and then many claim that he rose from the dead. Um, and so, there you have it right there, just talking about it in the history. This is what jo- Josephus says. Now there was at this time Jesus, a wise man, for he was a doer of wonderful works. Wonderful works. He's That, that right there, many scholars agree, he's talking about the miracles. That wonderful works in the Greek, that word wonderful, um, refers to uh, marvelous works, unnatural things. A doer of wonderful works, a teacher of such men as received the truth with pl- pleasure. He drew over... He drew over to to him both many of the Jews and many of the Gentiles. Okay? So many of them followed him is what he's saying. He did wonderful works. And when Pilate and the suggestion... Oh, my Lord. Bring it close to your face, Alex. And when Pilate at the suggestion of the principal men among us had condemned him to the cross, those that loved him at the first did not forsake him. So there you have the crucifixion. And when Pilate at... Okay, no, 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 I'm just reading this more. And this is the quote. And he appeared to them alive on the third day as the divine prophets had foretold these and 10,000 other wonderful things concerning him. And the tribe of Christians so named for him are not extinct to this day. So they still exist. This is not a Christian. This is not someone who wanted this to be true. This is a... Jewish historian. That's like saying the Pharisees even admitted this. He was Jewish. Later in his um in his other book, he said a man named James, the brother of Jesus, who was called the Christ, was put on trial in Jerusalem. So right here we have him just name dropping Jesus, not to prove that he did or didn't exist, but just as a pure fact of history. Just like I, you know, I would just talking about history, I would say, yeah, and George Washington, the first president of the United States had, you know, and so I'd keep talking, but no one's disputing the fact that George Washington ever existed. No, no one's going to debate me on that. Why? Because it's well founded in historical evidence. This is the last one, and this is, this is, again, very, very strong. This is the Jewish Talmud, right? So these, again, are Jewish people, if, if Jesus was just a myth, they would be the first one to tell you, I'm telling you this, okay? This is what they said, on the eve of the Passover, Yeshua was hanged. And that was a euphemism for um, crucifixion. He was hanged on the cross. No one is denying that Jesus ever existed. In fact, the notion that Jesus was a myth was unbelievable. Unheard of until very recently. Now, whether you believe Jesus was the Son of God, whether you believe that He is, you know, who He said He was, the Son of Man, the uh, He was divine, whether you believe that or not, you, if you want to be consistent with history, not with with um, faith, you don't have to have any faith for this. If you want to be a thinking, uh, human. Who is honest about the evidence? You would have to conclude Jesus existed. Jesus existed. It's ridiculous to say that he didn't. And even, even the most um, the most prolific atheists. In the field, you know, other than this man Richard Dawkins, obviously, because he he he's he's way out there in this. Like nobody agrees with him. But even skeptic, uh, skeptical people who study the Bible, who who aren't Christians, they just study it as a historical work. They'll say things like, "There's no sure fact on this earth that Jesus walked the face of this earth." And died on a cross. Many, when you know, there's many people who, when investigating, they were atheists, they were investigating the claims. Did Jesus actually rise from the dead? They wanted to disprove Christianity. Many, many intelligent people, many of you know Lee Strobel, he wrote the, the book Case for Christ. He went to disprove that Christianity was um real. He was like, all right. You know, I'm going to settle this once and for all, this stupid myth. I'm just going to settle it. He started to to, um, study the evidence, not inside the Bible, outside the Bible, that Jesus rose from the dead and by the end of it, he got saved because he could not reconcile what he was seeing in history to his own views. He had to admit Jesus lived, he died, and he rose again. that is a sure fact of history. Guys, you can go away not only like not only like confident that Jesus existed, but 100% sure. As sure as you are about anything you can be sure about this. This is one of the landmark events in history that we we even count time based off of it. What year is it? 2022. How do you know that? We'll go back 2022 years ago, we hit year zero. Why do we mark it zero, the birth of Christ? And so when you couple all of this external evidence and you match it to the internal evidence of the Bible, you see Jesus was a real person. Jesus was for real. And then even if you take what his enemy said about him, that he was a miracle worker, that even in Corinthians, Paul said that Jesus was, Showed himself, after he was resurrected, he showed himself to over 500 people at the same time, many of which were alive at the the, um, the moment when he was writing it. He said, many are still alive today. Now, I want you to think about this. If Jesus, if this man who many claim rose from the dead appeared in front of 500 people at the same time, many of which who are alive, if this was a sham, why do we not have one shred of evidence of someone saying, "No, guys, this isn't true. I saw it he's not it's not Jesus, it's another guy." Or why don't we have another sh- a shred of evidence of saying, "No, no, no, guys, Jesus is still in the tomb." Or no, 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 guys, the disciples stole the body. We don't. And in fact, many have set out to to try to um to try to propagate that that conspiracy theory, but failed. In the Bible, you read that the Jews, after Jesus' resurrection, started spreading the rumor that the disciples stole the body. Here's a, here's a little tidbit. This is not, you know, like, I'm kind of going way off on this, but um, that's another thing that you hear a lot. Well, the disciples just stole the body. Because you could say, yeah, the tomb's empty. Like, go to the tomb. It's empty. People are like, okay, it's empty, yeah, yeah. But what happened was the disciples stole the body. Okay, let me just explain to you what would have happened, what what would have had to happen for the disciples to seal the body. So when Jesus was crucified, he was put in the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea, um, a rich man who, you know, Jesus used his tomb. Joseph of Arimathea went to the council and said, can I take his body and put him in my tomb? He was trying to respect Jesus. Right? He was a Jew, um, part of the Sanhedrin. Correct? Sanhedrin? Maybe he was just a Pharisee. I don't know. But put him in the tomb. What was customary and what the Bible records is that a guard of soldiers encamped around the tomb. Right? The Romans were so afraid that Jesus was going to rise from the dead like he claimed to. Right? Jesus told very specifically, I'm going to come out after three days. So the Romans said, okay, we're not taking any chances. We think this is stupid, but we're not taking any chances. I'm going to put a a guard of Roman soldiers. Now, many of us, when we think about that, we think, okay, a guard. There's one guard or two guards. A guard of Roman soldiers, what that means is 20 to 30 well-trained, well-armed, big, strong Roman soldiers. 20 to 30 outside of the tomb. And what they rolled in front of the tomb was not some stone wasn't some it wasn't even a boulder it was a it was a massive rock that weighed anywhere from 3000 to 6000 pounds over a ton maybe 2-ton rock what would have had to happen and and on top of that was sealed by a roman seal across it so that anyone who broke that seal would be put to death they took th- that much preca- precaution against Jesus rising from the dead, or the disciples stealing the body. How in the world would 12 fishermen and tax collectors who were two seconds ago cowards wouldn't even proclaim Jesus, were afraid they all ran? Well, how would they just, what, they just mustered up the courage and the strength to beat down 20 to 30 Roman soldiers and then move the two to uh, the one to two ton stone without breaking the seal, stole the body, then replaced the stone. When you really think about this, this is a ridiculous claim. Ridiculous. I want you guys to understand by the end of this, um, maybe for you, you were like, well, this was kind of like in the weeds, you know. If it was confusing to you, I, I encourage you, listen to it again. Again, my goal for this was not to Build your faith because you don't have to have faith for this. My goal was to build your assuredness, your assurance that Jesus actually was who the Bible says he was. We don't believe in a myth, we don't believe in a fairy tale, in a legend that was passed down from generation to generation. Our faith can be very is very well documented by internal and external sources and is very provable by historical methods. More provable than even the, the biggest historical figures of antiquity, of history. Alexander the Great. Jesus was obviously more credible than Alexander the Great. We have more evidence that Jesus existed than Julius C- Caesar. More evidence that Jesus existed than... Some, some of the greatest that we take for granted. So don't let any, you know, atheistic professor as you go to college, don't let any, um, you know, agnostic or atheistic friend just drop that on you. What You know, Jesus is a legend. Understand how ridiculous of a claim that is. It's pretty ridiculous. Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for every single young person listening. Lord, I pray that you would quicken their minds, anoint them, to understand all of this today. Lord, anoint our minds to retain the information, and Lord, empower us to go out into a, an unbelieving world and make a case for you. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Guys, I appreciate it. A little bit different of a podcast today, but I'm glad you stuck around Um It's helpful. It's helpful. I'm I'm glad that we're doing stuff like this because this is the kind of stuff that people need, and you don't really get in church a lot. And so I I hope this helped. This is gonna be kind of like a companion to the proof of the Bible that we did. Undeniable proof of the Bible. This is undeniable proof that Jesus actually existed. So share this with your friends if you have any questions. DM me at the dot last. No, it's not dot No, 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 no. We've changed it. It's last gen youth on Instagram. Um, if you have any questions, but until then, I love you. I love you so much. The next time I get to you guys, I'll be moving my entire life and that'll be fun. We'll do a whole episode. I'm going to do a whole episode on that. So I love you guys. Thanks for sticking around. I'll see you guys later.